With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, Cobbers, from the land down under. This is the Cricket Badger Big Bash Daily Podcast. Whether you're with the Strikers, the Stars or the Sixers, you might be a renegade, enjoy the heat, love the thunder, like a scorcher or prefer hurricanes. Brought to you in association with bluecrocodile.co.uk. Tie your kangaroo down, put another shrimp on the barbie and enjoy the fun. It's gonna be a ripper. Big Bash 10. Hello everybody, welcome along. It's another edition of the Big Bash Daily. I'm the Cricket Badger, James Butler. Thank you to bluecrocodile.co.uk for their continued support of these podcasts. Snapping up the right mortgages for you, Blue Croc Money on Twitter. And we've got another cracker. Perscorchers taking on the Sydney Thunder. Two form sides in the Big Bash. And at the moment, the Thunder need 52 from 28 balls to win this one. They are top of the table. They've picked up the boost point, but the power surge from the Scorchers earlier on saw them going up to 185 for six. They got 40 from the two overs of the power surge. And the Sydney Thunder at the moment, a bit reliant on Sam Billings, who is currently 64 not out from 38 balls. Six fours and three sixes for the Englishman. And it's now 50. 52 required from 28 balls. So join me to talk about this game and then also to talk a little bit about Australia against India in the Test Series. It's my uh, two KKR badges from the IPL dailies, Naman Shah and Rito Maitra. Naman, this is a, another cracking game, isn't it? Two sides that have got a lot of confidence at the moment. Scorchers 3-3, three three, Thunder top of the table. This is going to be a, a, a rip-snorter of a finish, I think. Yes, but I will give an advantage right now to these Scorchers. I feel the low order of the Thunders is not that uh, good uh, but yes a great fight a great start to the weekend uh, with the big bash and quite impressive innings uh, by Colin Munro I feel uh, he played very nicely today uh, also Mitchell Marsh got the start but end of the day good bowling performance by Doggett overall uh, great match uh, good to see close games uh, coming on at the business end uh, in BBL yeah the uh, Perth Scorch's innings was around Colin Munro really 50 from him from 41 balls and contributions from Ashton Turner. His uh, 31 from 13 deliveries included two sixes, three fours in that power surge 
They really saw um, the purse scorches up to a, a commanding total. But the Thunder still in the races. Their power surge, though, in action at the moment, in the second over of the power surge. They've uh, taken 16 runs so far from it. Lost two wickets, though, in the uh, 10 balls of the power surge so far. Season one, one, three, five for six. So it, it's interesting, isn't it, how the power surge is working, Rito? At the moment, it looks like the, th- um, the Thunder haven't quite used theirs as well as the Scorchers did. Yes, absolutely, James. Probably... For you, for you, us to understand new rules, it takes us one season, probably. But this time, it's taking us probably half a season to understand how the rules are actually working. At the start of the season, we were quite apprehensive of the rules, but now with the power surge and especially the bash boost, we are seeing the dynamics of the game of changing. Now, at the halfway mark, if the chasing team requires 12 runs per over, that's not unmanageable at all. With a good power surge, that's very much within their grasp. Good over this one from Richardson as Chris Green has a swing at that one, misses. So another dot ball in Sydney Thunder's chase. I've seen this next ball from Green as he prepares to face Richardson. The final ball of this power surge, just 16 runs from it so far as Richardson bowls. It swung away into the leg side, comes off his hip really more than anything from Green. And they're going to come back for the second. It's going to be a quick chase, but Green has dived in and got himself home. Yes, yeah, so the power surge then, it has yielded more for the Scorchers than the Thunder. But the Thunder still very much at the races while Sam Billings is there. It does rely on him a little bit he's 65 from 39 balls and 49 required now from the final four overs of this game you'd say with wickets in hand now and that the thunder would be favorites here but as you say with the the lower order kind of semi-exposed at the moment a lot does rely on Billings, but he's got a little bit of pedigree over the last 12 months. His England career has gone up a notch, hasn't it, with 100 against Australia in the ODIs and some good performances in white ball. He's uh, a man that can now see this through, potentially. Yes, but also, to be honest, there's a lot of competition in England uh, camp as well. Uh, they, everyone has to be on toes to be there in the playing 11. You saw David Milan, his career has just on the top uh, last 12 months. He is now in the ICC top uh, 10 rankings in T20s. Uh, it's, I won't blame uh, Sam Billings. Yes, uh, he needs to be a more consistent. Uh, but overall, there's a lot of uh, competition, healthy competition going on. Overall, uh, yes, he needs to prove uh, much more. Uh, he needs to be more consistent and not just one or two innings here and there. He's a much more better player what uh, we have seen so far. While you were talking there, Aaron Hardy runs in, bowls to Billings, Billings steps across the offside and slams that one over deep square for six. The next ball runs off the outside of his pad for a single. So we now have 42 required from 22 balls. Aaron Hardy with a job to do here. Seven runs taken from his first two balls, but he's got Chris Green fairly new at the crease. Now on strike for the Sydney Thunder. Looking at the table, Rito, these two sides, I think at the start of this, they were my two picks actually to, to go on and have success in this tournament. Sydney Thunder... Top of the table with 22 points from eight games prior to this match as Aaron Hardy bowls again and Chris Green swings and misses. A dot ball for the Thunder. So they're on 22 at the top of the table, just at one point clear of the um, Sydney Sixers. Per Scorchers, who experienced a really poor start to this campaign, they had three defeats under no result, but then three results, uh, positive results on the bounce. If they can get across the line tonight, my brave boys in orange, Rito, they'll take a lot of confidence into the rest of this tournament. Yes, Perth Scorchers obviously didn't start the tournament off in a very good fashion. But we all knew that, that as the tournament moved to Perth at the Obstetra Stadium, they would be a completely different team. The, the dynamics of their game plan will change and it will be a completely new, different Perth side. And this Sydney Thunder also has been ma- remarkably good this season. They fell third in the last competition, but this year they look like the real deal. 
In changing times like these, make a change yourself. Buy your own home. Still living with parents or renting? Why not buy your first property? Mortgage rates are lower than ever. Speak to Blue Crocodile. Blue Crocodile? Yeah, Blue Crocodile. They'll get you the right first time buy a deal by searching the market for the most competitive option for you. They don't bite, they're just straight-talking people like me. Give them a bell or go online. Blue Crocodile. What's good about the Thunder, Naman, in this game, I think, is that um, we've got used to Alex Hale's playing well at the top. When he hasn't done, Usman Khawaja stepped up and scored runs. Those two had relative failures today and Sam Billings has now stood up further down. Callum Ferguson has got runs in this tournament too. Um, and so they're sharing it around, aren't they? Which is good for a side, isn't it? Not to have, not to be over-reliant on one player. But you've got four there that I've mentioned, plus a few others that are actually contributing a lot to this Thunder score as Billings swings that one away. Again, leg side goes for four. So 37 required from 19 deliveries remaining for the Thunder to be honest, I did not expect Thunder to perform this well. I always uh, felt that they are uh, one or two bowlers short. They do not have that uh, firepower with the new ball uh, taking uh, wickets up front. But I feel the X factor in this year's uh, for uh, Thunder is uh, Tanga. I feel he and Green has been pretty good in the middle overs and they have been able to chip wickets every over. Uh, Tanga is bowling. He is coming out uh, with uh, wicket uh, except today. Uh, yes, Hales has been in terrific form if uh, you are saying compared to all uh, last uh, BBL season. But I feel Sangha is the X-Factor what uh, they need to be in the top four and what we are seeing uh, right now of their performance. 36 required from the final 18 balls of this innings. If I had a criticism of Sam Billings in the past, it was that everybody knew that he was capable of playing some really exciting shots and some very good innings in one-day cricket. I had this uh, perception of him, and no stats base, but whenever I'd seen him, he'd, he'd, when he'd got runs... He'd got them, but not quite got across the line with his side. That's a trait with Sam Billings that I think he's starting to get rid of. He's now seeing it home and becoming a real finisher in white ball cricket. And he's got the opportunity today again to do exactly that. Mitchell Marsh comes into the attack, comes into bowl to Sam Billings, who's kept the strike for the start of this third from last over. He guides that one into the offside, straight to the fielder there at deep cover. That'll bring Chris Green on to strike. Billings have gone up to 77 now, and it's 33 required from the final 17. It's it's bizarre, isn't it, um, Rito? When you come through all of this, uh, all of the balls that have been bowled, how often we get down to these close finishes where it's roughly two a ball off the remaining three overs and you're never quite sure which way it's going to go from here. That's what makes T20 cricket so much attractive to the spectators and viewer fans like us. There's the number of time it, this close finishes. We were... We're talking about probably the BBL doesn't give us that many close finishes as the IPL, but as the tournament is progressing, as it's reaching its climax, we are seeing the teams reaching, uh, hitting their peak and these close finishes. Chris Green swings and misses again against Mitchell Marsh. Another dot ball against Green. He's only got three from the six so far. And now, man, in, in this sort of situation, you need somebody like Chris Green. He knows he's got Sam Billings flying at the other end. He just needs to get bat on ball and get down the other end and give Billings the strike back, doesn't he? As Marsh comes in again to bowl to Green. See if he can get down the other end this time. This time it's a full toss. He flaps that one really into the offside. He's timed it beautifully, though. That's gone for four through extra cover. You don't need to get off strike when you can play shots like that. So that's a really important strike there. For the Thunder and should give Chris Green a little bit more confidence. Seven off seven now, much more respectability. 31 required from 15. But really, Green should be playing for Billings at the moment, Naman, shouldn't he? 
very much his presence is going to matter a lot and uh, business uh, overs are just about the temperament and he just need to stay over there uh, he is a good capable uh, batsman i was surprised to see him he's uh, out only he's out now he's fold out to the deep <laughs> cover fielder mitchell marsh tosses it up outside of off stump green's eyes light up he tries to smash that one over the cover fence doesn't quite get all of it and he's been caught out there on the boundary so another wicket falls sydney thunder lose their sixth wicket of this chase chris green goes for seven from eight deliveries, and Mitch Marsh picks up his first wicket of the day. Important, isn't it? Rito, in, in these kind of situations, in the chase, we get kind of obsessed with boundary hits and everything else, but wickets suck the life out of a chase, don't they? If, if Perscorchers can keep taking regular wickets here, that's what's going to win them this game. Yes, now no, it's all down to sampling, I must say. Probably Chris Green's job over here was to hit the rules to leave it for a boundary or over boundary and take singles of it. But he failed to do that and he became over ambitious and looked to go all the way. Unfortunately, samplings over here might run out of partners. Badges are furry creatures. 85% of women badges think bad grooming is a major turn-off. 80% of women badges think men should trim below the belt. 89% of men think good grooming is essential to the professional success. Don't just dismiss it out of hand. Get on there, manscaped.com. Check out their great range of male grooming accessories. Hygiene, appearance, attractiveness, confidence. Simply go to manscaped.com, quote the discount code BADGER. You get 20% off, you get free shipping, and you get some seriously quality equipment. Manscaped.com, together we save balls. While we watch the uh, remainder of this uh, this chase by the Sydney Thunder, important game in this big bash because Perscorchers, who are on a real roll, another victory for them, sees them right up into the playoff spots and in contention for the latter stages. Sydney Thunder, top of the table, would like to put a bit of clean air between themselves and the Sixers after already picking up the big bash boost point. But we've got the other get big game in Australia at the moment at the SCG. Your beloved Indian side are taking on the Aussies in that test match. And Australia are really in command after day three. Australia 103 for two at close of play. They lead by 197 runs after bowling India out for 244. As Billings' next delivery just guides that one out into the offside. They'll go through for one. And, and Naman, I was a bit critical on Twitter last night. In fact, they come back for the second. Good running from Billings. A bit critical of India um, overnight because I felt that in the early session... Um, Pajara, we know what Pajara's like. He soaks at the batting and he, he bats for hours. He's a bit of a tortoise, really, in terms of test cricket, but that's fine. There's, there's scope for those players in test cricket. But I felt that India's approach in those, those early kind of first couple of hours, they allowed Australia to dominate. They didn't really hit the bad balls away. And Australia were able to creep on top. Bowlers got into sync, bowled regular rhythms, and really did tie the Indians down a little bit. And it was a matter of time before the wickets fell for me. I totally agree with you, I feel. And also, uh, the wicket, uh, the way it is playing right now, uh, I don't think so. How Pujara was playing, uh, it was much needed on this wicket. He could have gone ahead with his shots. 
दिस वॉज दिनिंग्स वेर मच वॉज एक्सपेक्टेड ऑफ पुजारा बट आई फील मोर देन आर बैटिंग बोलिंग गेम विच वॉज बींग प्लेड वेन बोथ लाबूशेन एंड स्मिथ वॉर प्लेइंग आई फील दो ओवर्स वेर इंडिया जस्ट बोल दी मिडल एंड दी लेग लाइन एंड देवर फोर टू फाइव फील्डर्स ऑन दी लेग साइड एंड दे वर वेटिंग फॉर दीज प्लेयर्स टू मेक अ मिस्टेक स्मिथ वॉज ऑलरेडी आउट ऑफ रन एंड येस लाबूशेन वॉज इन गुड फॉर्म बट that particular play helped them to settle down over there and after that they just kept scoring yes labushen threw his wicket away but later on i feel ashwin should have bowled more overs to smith as he was attacking and uh, yes i couldn't agree more with you with the batting uh, the way pujara has approached the game i don't think so it was needed especially on this wicket uh, yeah totally agree sumbling's just there moving across to offside to try and hit aj tai through the leg side hits him on the left shoulder bit of pain there for sam billings dot ball and it's 24 required by the thunder off the remaining 10 balls with andrew tai racing in just the one run so far from the first two balls of this penultimate over tai comes in again bowls to sam billings who's bowled and that is a huge wicket that could be the end of the sydney thunder that AJ Ty roars his approval of his own execution of that delivery Sam Billings his stumps are in disarray and so is his mood as he walks off trundles off there shaking his head well it's what i said wasn't it it's kind of Sam Billings is really good at playing these innings but doesn't quite get across the line and this could be another example leaving now the pressure on the thunder tail advantage the per scorchers back to the test match reto you heard what myself and naman said there I mean I I think there's massive scope for a player like Pajara in test cricket but it does put pressure on the batsmen down the other end when they see the scoreboard not moving at all and 40 minutes later it's only moved on five runs or something there's pressure on them to come out of their shells a little bit more than they might be comfortable for how how do, how do you see that with Pajara I mean 16 runs from his first 100 balls that's that is snail pace isn't it Well, actually, one thing about Pujara, we all know that he is an accumulator. He is not your dasher. He just will block the good ones and take take full toll on the loose deliveries. But I I was actually critical about India's opening pair yesterday and and Ajinkya Rahane. Probably they know Pujara how the way the way play they play. India's openers they started in good fashion, then they were bogged down by the Australian bowlers. A full credit goes to the Australians, but still you have to in this match cricket it's about scoring runs uh, also not only about blocking the deliveries uh, as some media outlets after yesterday's play were saying it's probably advantage india or even stevens i would say probably it's advantage australia to pick wickets this war today and australia would be ahead and that's what exactly happened and then again there was a all the familiar collapse from india down the order and now australia are almost 200 ahead and india probably are staring down the baton at the stage bluecrocodile.co.uk sorts your mortgage in a snap are you a first time buyer with your eyes on that dream house are you wanting to move or looking for a better mortgage deal let's blue crocodile find the right mortgage for you 10% deposit mortgages are returning If you need to know how much you can afford to borrow, just visit bluecrocodile.co.uk. Yeah, I mean, Naman, if, if Australia 197 ahead, eight wickets remaining, even if India have a real purple patch in the morning session on day four and roll Australia out for even just sort of 60 more runs, say, even 250 on that track, on a you know on a test match track that's wearing a little bit against that Australian attack is going to be a hard ask to do. And that's that's even if they have... that purple patch in the morning session 
very much and i feel uh, the owners would be much more on uh, rohit sharma and i feel in this kind of chases the players like rishabh pant and jadeja are the key factors over here because you won't be able to defend all the 180 overs tomorrow and the fifth day the only idea is to chase the target and defending uh, just playing defensive shots and picking singles and doubles uh, won't be the idea uh, the india will have to play aggressively and put pressure on the australian bowlers uh, overall i am seeing around 350 to 400 target which india is going to chase in about uh, the fifth day and the last session tomorrow so it is going to be i see four sessions for india and uh, i feel it will have to be a balanced approach whether to go for the chase or just uh, play session by session First coaches have really turned the screw now with the tail enders in and uh, it's now 23 required from the final over of this innings with two batsmen new at the crease who are not played for their batting. So it looks like the Perth Scorchers are going to take three points today. The Thunder will have to settle for that big bash boost point. The next ball comes down. It's swung high in the air. Now has that got the legs on it? It's come down straight into the hands of the fine leg fielder. So another wicket falls. For the Sydney Thunder, they're now on 6-4 for 9. And uh, that wicket of Sam Billings has proved the difference between these two sides. 22 now required from the remaining five balls of this innings. Rito, back to the test match. The one thing I think with this, I mean, I've said it a lot on the on the Cricket Badger podcast over the last year, but these bio bubbles, um, they take their toll on players, don't they? This is a four-test match series. I don't think there's been a four-test match series played in a bio-bubble just yet. I saw a couple of comments on our WhatsApp group that they felt that the Indians looked a little bit tired. Do you think that's a mitigating factor for Team India, that there may be there's a bit of bubble fatigue in that squad? This time probably it's been fatigue, but every time India travels abroad, say in England, Australia, by the end of the tour, you have this kind of things. Players get just tired, they are just out of, their form, out of form, and it's... just comes to an absolute disastrous culmination and this time probably indian fans are hopeful that it won't be a disastrous culmination probably i'm i'm thinking that this sydney test match is gone from here until and unless sydney whether plays some part in it it's australia's test match from here Thunder need 22 off two balls i think you can work it out per scotches have won this game in the big bash to take three points from this one now man just go back though on that point it is tough isn't it in these bio bubbles regardless of their motives and you know i'm not saying that any of the indian players are trying to underperform but it's just such an artificial environment to be in and you know we talk about mental health we talk about bubble fatigue whatever phrase you want to use it's a tough ask isn't it very much james if we look at ourselves also we have been at our homes since the whole last year it will be almost a year in march uh, 2020 yes they are playing but end of the day they are also human beings and it it's tough end of the day to keep be motivated to go and think about chasing and it's about playing for the country the pressure is enormous and you have to keep performing which i also feel for pujara because the rest of the players they have played have been part of ipl they have had their own practice games and everything but pujara has not yet played for a year so he has been part of this bio bubble since a year so it takes a lot of motivation out of this and you have to follow all the rules and be at the practice and uh, too much to think over there and uh, it's uh, absolutely tough and staying fit and uh, taking care of the family there are it's not just about cricket heartful for them and not heartless at the end of the day they are doing their best uh, they are human being itself 
so yes i feel it's tough i agree with you it is tough mortgages are simpler than you think when you have a crocodile on your side blue crocodile making mortgages snappy and simple visit bluecrocodile.co.uk follow them on twitter at bluecrocmoney or find them on facebook Blue Crocodile. Let's choose our bluecrocodile.co.uk cricketer of today's matches then with the news that Perth Scorchers have won by 17 runs with Jai Richardson taking the final wicket there. He finishes with 4 for 24, 2 for 29 for AJ Ty and the tail of the tape of this game. The sees Perth Scorchers take three points and the Sydney Thunder one point is that the uh, Perth Scorchers made 185 for six 50 for Colin Monroe, 31 for Ashton Turner, a late flurry from Aaron Hardy and Jai Richardson saw themselves up to that very tough target of 185 for six. It looked like, it looked like for a moment that Sydney Thunder might get close to it. Sorry, Brendan Daggett as well, four for 22 for him for the uh, Thunder in the field. It looked like Thunder might get close to that victory target of 186 after losing early wickets, 83 from Sam Billings from 48 balls, 31 for Ben Cutting from 27. But once those two had gone, the wicket started to fall. Four for 24 for Jai Richardson, two for 25 from Jason Berendorf, two for 28 for Andrew Ty. And some uh, good performances all around for the Perth Scorchers. Perth will go into fifth place, the final playoff position in the Big Bash ladder. They've moved to 16 points from the games they've played, just one behind the Adelaide Strikers who are in fourth. Sydney Thunder stay top, 23 points from the nine games that they have played. Your nomination, Naman, for the Blue Crocodile cricketer of today's game. I'll uh, go with uh, Colin Munro for a change. I feel uh, he was exceptional today and uh, only for the fact that his presence uh, made Ferguson bold to the other bowlers. Uh, I never saw in the past matches he under bowling Tanvir Sangha and Chris Green, they both did not complete four overs only because of the presence of Munro and that whack of Tanvir Sangha's first ball to the deep mid-wicket spoke volumes how threatful he was today and he kept both the spinners out of the attack because he was looking in good touch. Rito? Quite a few good performances in this match. As Naman mentioned, Munro, then we had Brendan Duggett and then Jai Richardson with a, bat, a ball and samplings with a bat in hand. But I usually go with players from the winning team. But today I would like to go with Brendan Duggett. He used his height very well against Jason Royal, Liam Livingston and picked up four wickets. Interesting player as well, um, Brendan Duggett. He hails from indigenous population descent, does Brendan Doggett. The uh, signs are wearing indigenous sort of designs on the front of their shirts, a little bit like the Australian One Day side did recently. And the fact that he rocks up today, takes four wickets on a day like that, despite being on the losing side, I think is very much worthy of note in these uh, present times. But I do agree. I think the Blue Crocodile cricketer of today's match has to come from a player on the winning side. You know, Billings, Doggett, fantastic performances from them. But yeah, let's go for Colin Monroe. He's having a very consistent big bash for the Perth Scorchers. 50 from 41 balls provided the rock of the Perth Scorchers innings that saw them get up to 185 for six. Win by 16 runs today. So the Blue Crocodile cricketer of today's game is Colin Monroe. 
I'm very happy to see my boys in orange now climb up to fifth place into the playoff positions. And it's, as I always say, it's not the team that starts the fastest that wins the race. First Scorch is coming through and showing their quality and hopefully they can climb up that ladder and lift the trophy as far as I'm concerned. But I'm sure all you out there have your own teams in this big bash league. There's only really the Renegades and they won the other day who are being cast adrift at the bottom of the table. It's going to be very exciting final sort of five or six games of this group stage to see who can manoeuvre themselves into that top five. And obviously the higher you can get in that top five, the easier passage you'll have through the playoffs at the end of this big bash until we get to the final on the 6th of February. Um, but Naman Rito, always good to have you on the daily podcast. It's good to have you on today. Thank you. Thank you so much, James, as always. Yeah, thank you, James, for having me. And thank you, everybody out there for listening. Hope you're enjoying the Big Bash dailies. Hope you're enjoying the, the Big Bash and the Test Series and everything else that's going on. England in action as well next week in Sri Lanka. So cricket everywhere. And for a cricket badger like myself, that is glorious. Thank you to bluecrocodile.co.uk for their continued support of these Big Bash dailies. And as the name suggests, we'll be back again tomorrow. I'm James, the Cricket Badger. And I'll see you then. Big Bash 10. Thanks for listening. We'll bring you another edition of the Cricket Badger Big Bash Daily Podcast in association with bluecrocodile.co.uk tomorrow. See you then. Sports Social Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.